0: welcome back to the pearl podcast this is carissa your host and i hope you all liked the episode last week with james he was amazing and his cute wife jessica if you haven't listened go listen to that one because it's he's so funny his dry humor was just cracking me up and (laughs) they're just a really cute couple so go listen to it if you haven't and today i'm pumped i told you guys i had some powerhouse guests coming on to the podcast coming up and today we have my
1: mom I'm so excited hello there (laughs) now I feel pressure
0: (laughs) (laughs) no you don't need to feel pressure mom because you are a powerhouse woman so I'm pumped for our conversation today
1: Uh, thank you (laughs) and I have to just comment on your last week's podcast with James and his wife I want to be their friends. They were just somebody who I just thought were just amazing people and who I was just really impressed with their relationship and just things like that. I just like I would love to be their friend. So I know me
0: too. <laughs> I know. I was talking to him after and I was like, well, now when I see you on your golf cart, we can be friends. I think I even said that on the episode. And I was like, it's just going to be fun to see you around and know more about your life. And that's why I love doing this. So this is kind of a different interview because I already know about your life.
1: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I can shock you with any yeah.
0: <laughs> mom's Mom's deep secret stories <laughs> she's going to share with us. But yeah, it's kind of funny because I usually start with like, oh, like, what do you do for a job and tell me about your childhood and your family and how you met your husband. And I kind of, I mean, I know all those stories kind of, but I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you have a lot of wisdom and a lot of life experience and you, a unique childhood, which is kind of where I wanted to start the podcast, unless you have something else. No, let's go for it. Okay. So for those that don't know my mom she grew up with 11 siblings she is one of 12 children you heard me correct 12 (laughs) children and i i love my family it's humongous my dad also has 11 siblings so i just have a hundred plus first cousins i think i mentioned this on another episode with somebody but so i'm just i think it would be so fun to talk about how growing up was with 11 siblings because you all ranged from I don't know how old is the oldest yeah so
1: there's 18 years actually between the oldest and the youngest there is is a set of twins in there so it is it is crazy and I think when I was younger I didn't realize how weird it was and how crazy it was and how different it was but it was also like super amazing (laughs) so um So yeah, I had, I was number six out of 12 and I was the sixth girl in a row. So I really (laughs) don't know if my parents just kept going because they're like, well, we got to keep trying for a boy. Um, So I was the sixth girl in a row. After me, they had twins and it was a girl and then a boy. And then after then it went girl, boy, girl, boy. So that's so crazy. crazy, But um, I do remember I did not have to leave my house to find friends. I had someone to play with all the time.
0: That's cute.
1: and they were really my best friends growing up. Um, and then we were just a busy house. I can't even imagine what that would have been like now as a mother, um, I only have four children and everyone <laughs> is a big challenge in a good way, but just they bring a lot of things. And so I can't I'm a challenge. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I also realized I'm super wimpy no like, you're not i, not <laughs> I do... was wondering
0: i was gonna ask why didn't you have 12 kids <laughs>
1: because i am wimpy <laughs> uh, it, there's a lot that goes into that it, it also your spouse has to be willing and able yeah and but i think we just knew our limitations uh we wanted to provide for our kids what we thought was important and Not that we weren't provided for when I was younger. So I just, uh, it's just a different world. And I just think I was not made to have 12 babies. Me neither, sorry, Austin. (laughs) I love them all. But um, it's just, yeah. Well, we should talk to Emily. She just had a baby. It's a lot. I'm actually amazed that there's that many people in the world because it's, (laughs) (laughs) Uh. because there's a lot of challenges that come with just the birth in general and (laughs) then newborn stages, so.
0: Emily's my sister for those who don't know.
1: Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes.
0: We're talking to a large audience. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. It's not that large, but kind of. I don't
1: know. <laughs> yes, indeed. But um large family had lots of lots of amazing experiences. I we weren't by any means rich, but my mom used to say, I remember asking, Are we rich? And my mom would say, We're rich with love. and it it was true Uh, we really did love each other and we didn't go on big vacations our vacations were we grew up when I was younger we lived in Idaho we also lived in California before that but our vacations were traveling to see our grandparents or going camping to like family reunions Mm -hmm. so all of our traveling was that that's what it was but we loved it we didn't know any better and um we always had what we needed. Mm-hmm. We, I remember my mom sometimes saying funny things like, I'm not trying to fill you up, I'm just trying to keep you alive we eat dinner. <laughs> I've heard that you know, one. Funny things like that, um, but we just, it was, we had our own baseball team. I mean, we had our own, yeah. you know, we had our own, we could play basketball one-on-one because we had plenty of players, you know, or whatever mm-hmm. it was, um, but we really were a really close family. I think growing up with that many kids, we really did entertain ourselves and Mm -hmm. we just, there's just a lot of love, a lot of love in our family. And still my siblings are my best friends. I was going to
0: say, I was going to say, you said we're really close, but I'm, I think what's unique in your family is like, you all are still close. Like there's not one kid that's like, Oh, like they don't, talk for years you know right. like there's lots of families like that mm-hmm. and I feel for them because it's super common unfortunately but with so many kids it's just amazing you're all close with your parents and you're all close with each other like so family unions as many of you as can are able to make it to them and you always have your group chat going off the chain all the time it seems yes, like we you do. say we
1: keep in contact we have our group me's we have our snapchats you know even though we live you know far away and we're busy with our own families we still love to get together and we we still communicate constantly with each other yeah so it's great
0: what was something hard about having that many siblings or such a big family was there anything not negative but like what's something that was hard about it maybe
1: um you know they're dumb things that really aren't important but At the time, maybe, especially when I was a teenager, maybe there wasn't a lot of money. Yeah. We didn't have, like, a lot of the fancy anything. Um, We had had some killer cars that were (laughs) quite embarrassing, honestly, in our (laughs) teenage years. We had a big green Dodge van that we called the Booger Van. Oh, not the Booger Van. I know. We had a light blue station wagon with wood paneling that we called baby blue and we were so embarrassed to be in it. Those were my teenage years when we had those cars, <laughs> um, dumb things, dumb things aren't really important, but yeah. as a teenager, maybe they felt gigantic that we were not yeah. having maybe some of the things that some of our friends had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like kind of like
0: physical, were not worldly, but yeah, yeah. J- just like temp- temporal Tem- things. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Like we had,
1: like I said, we had everything we needed. We really were each other's best friends. We were really close always growing up. Mm-hmm. There was always just fun things going on my parents. We were taught, um, we lived the gospel. We yeah. were close to our church and that was a huge thing in our lives. And, and it was important to our parents and it was important to all of us too. Mm-hmm. So that was just something that we always did and we always had that was, glue that stuck us together. you yeah.
0: yeah that's so special yeah what what is it like now having your own kids <laughs> i'm like yeah i i just i wonder what it's like seeing your own kids after being a mom and all of us are i'm the oldest and then i have a sister who my mom mentioned just had a baby a couple days ago a week ago i guess not even a week ago six days ago something Tuesday crazy
1: wednesday One week ago. Oh, it is one week ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Help us with math. One week Um, ago, yeah. Yes, one week ago. And then I have two brothers that are both teenagers. One's about to graduate. So what's it like balancing four different personalities in your kids? Because I only have Archie, so I'm like and he's still blossoming into his personality, but I just wonder what it's like. I mean heaven forbid i can't imagine your mother balancing 12 personalities i'll have to see if i'll interview her i don't
1: even know how she did that (laughs) honestly because yes i had four and they are four very distinct Mm -hmm. personalities we are i don't know that i balanced them very well (laughs) and honestly honestly it was shocking to me i remember being completely shocked because you were the first child obviously Mm -hmm. and then having the second one and having a completely different personality completely different everything Mm -hmm. and you're just not prepared for it because you kind of think, okay, I figured this out. I know how to to do when they do this. I know what to do when they do that. No, everyone's different. And so then (laughs) you have to figure it out as you go. And maybe, you know, obviously everyone's going to have different experiences with this, but I was amazed at how two little girls who came from the exact same parents were so different, (laughs) you know. But honestly, as... As you guys have grown up and become your own persons, people, whatever Mm -hmm. the words are, and then the boys as well, Um, just amazing, uh, just amazing to see the things that my kids can accomplish, Mm -hmm. and the wonderful people they are, and their different talents that are so unique, but just amazing in their own self, and then it's fun to see different things in the kids, they're like, oh, that's dad's quality, that's mom's, or hey, that's Mm -hmm. just like... You know it's just it's a fun thing but learning it's amazing when you have your second one you'll (laughs) you'll see that and you'll be like how do we have this different of a personality with the same gene the same coming from the same gene pool but yeah yeah that was just something i don't know i don't know that i've learned how to balance it but i just you learn to you're learning honestly it's a step-by-step constantly Mm -hmm. and you may not feel like you ever figured it out but sometimes you can look back and go, Hey, we did a good job. Look at these cool kids Mm -hmm. and we're still trying to do it a good job. But you are, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's like just while you were talking, I was just thinking, it's just interesting how like it is how two parents are the same and kids come out liking different things, looking different. I don't think any of us look the same like me and Gav maybe look the most alike but I'll have to post a picture of of my siblings and my parents just of my yeah. family and just <laughs> you'll just see we're, we're all different looking and we all are different personalities and I think it's I mean <laughs> I'm not trying to give advice because I don't have experience but <laughs> 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 I'm like with my one child this is how you balance four kids oh, man. but um, I just I just feel like What I would think is just letting them, which I feel like you guys have been great parents in, is letting just giving us some space and not being like helicopter parents, which there's nothing wrong with wanting to check in with your kids and making sure that they're on the right track, that they're safe. I think that's good. But I had friends growing up who I saw their parents were like on top of them in high school they have a seven o'clock bedtime like they can't be out of the house past seven o'clock or like you have to read your scriptures or you get your phone taken away or like something like like that which which you can see they have good intentions but they're not like those certain people would do worse things because of those rules because they felt trapped and claustrophobic and so they'd rebel a little bit and luckily these people became great people still
1: but (laughs) you know and that's a hard thing I think always in parenting is how and what what rules to hold and how to do it Um, and we were just flailing honestly trying to figure things out Mm -hmm. Um, But I think our personalities maybe made it be how we are Um, and then I you know I went through different things in my life where I fell down and got hurt, you know, in different ways or different choices I made or whatever. But my upbringing and my background made me remember where I was when I was the happiest and I had a place to come back to. Mm -hmm. Um, and so realizing too that as we fall down and get back up that that's where we learn and grow and hopefully those are our strengths. Mm -hmm. So seeing that in our kids and letting them, you know guiding them of course still but trying to guide them in the best things we can but letting them still ultimately choose yeah and then having to feel the consequences of their choices mm-hmm. um it's a hard thing you know and it's a hard thing also to say what what rules do we set what boundaries do we set and then to hold to them say i'm going to ground you from this but then are we actually really yeah are we going <laughs> to say you're grounded you didn't get home in time give me your phone for a week and then 10 minutes into it, okay, fine, you need to, you need this, you can go babysitting, you know, or whatever. Yeah. I'm just finding where, where's the, where's the, what are the boundaries that really need to be held, and what ones are this, just the fluff?
0: Well, also, it's like, each kid, like we were saying, is so different. I think, especially in our church, we used to have some, like, kind of like a guideline of rules, rule rules I don't know kind of like saying oh we don't do this or we try to not drink and and recently they have changed it or tweaked it a little bit because we believe in ongoing revelation from God and it's changed kind of to you are the parents you pray and decide what kind of thing your specific child needs so I feel like it's amazing because it is like that like yeah what boundaries do i set but also more specifically for this child what boundaries do i set and like what yes what does he or she need because one rule isn't going to work for the next child like each yes. struggle with different things so i think it's also like a spiritual test parenting which is cool and scary <laughs> right it is and
1: you're right because one boundary or rule does not work for every kid yeah and i feel like that is with our heavenly father the example that he has set for us as parents Mm -hmm. that we're learning as we go and there isn't a black and white yes no answer that works for every single person exactly the same we're all so different and and finding those things that will help our children and ourselves be the most successful and grow and learn and become good adults that can continue to love and help others around us Mm -hmm. like there's just not one set of rules that's going to work for everybody Mm -mm. and and learning to when to bend and learning when to let go and learning when to not hold on to something that is really just causing more trouble than yeah so you know what we're we'll figure this out we're Mm going to fall down and scrape our knees a little bit on this one but yeah. We're going to get back up. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, I just I'm very interested in in that stuff. And I think if you listen to Sarah, you listen to Sarah's, did, right? Yep. And I think you'd be friends with her.
1: Uh, well, okay. Can I just <laughs> say I want to be friends with everyone on your podcast? <laughs> I think I say that to every, every guest. I'm like, one. my mom would would love you. <laughs> I do. I love all these people. I'm coming to Kentucky to give them all a hug. <laughs> yeah, next time she's here, we'll just go on a little road trip to all of you who have been on. I would love it
0: but yeah we talked about kind of what we're talking about mm-hmm. and i totally just lost my train of thought of what exactly <laughs> i was going to say about it but but we kind of talked about this and i just love yeah just like thinking about how parenting works and i don't know like like society like we were talking about it's just it's changed a lot and that's <laughs> that's like another thing i was going to ask you is now that I have a kid, and now my sister Emily has a baby, which very fresh, but like, what's it like for you since times have changed so much, and even just, uh, oh, you're not supposed to sleep with your baby, and you don't put blankets on them, and don't put, don't give them a binky until they're established breastfeeding, just like things like that have changed since you were raising babies like what oh. I was just curious like w- is that weird for you or like hard for you to like sit back and like be like no like I know this works oh it's but
1: crazy yeah <laughs> it is hard and it <laughs> is hard because we need you guys have to figure out what works for you and yeah. for your child but yes things change over the years I mean I remember when I was little we didn't have car seats I remember my mom <laughs> that makes me driving. sick. I know Ew. I remember my mom driving the Booker van <laughs> nursing the baby while she's driving us to school or wherever we're going ah, I mean this was this was normal and this is I'm old I'm 50 so this is a long time ago but we did not have and we didn't even seat belts were not required they were in cars but did we ever wear them no I mean it was later on but of course when you guys were kids we did have car seats. But like my, and you guys were back to sleep, lay on the back. Um, you stayed in a car seat until you were one years old. And we flipped you around to the front, you mm-hmm. know, different things that have changed so much from what you guys do. But my sister, she had a couple kids where they would tell her to put them on the tummy to sleep to be the safest. And then a few years later, the when back, it changed to the, the back, side. And so she has some kids that were told one way, one another. And so there's a lot there's a yeah. lot of advice out there or there's a lot of recommendations or there's a lot of rules or whatever for parents which is really really hard it is because I feel like too now with the internet there's so much information out there and so much of too it much completely contradicts it, others mm-hmm. and so you're just thrown out there with all these guidelines and it's stressful it's so yeah. stressful because you feel like my gosh am i killing my baby if i let him sleep this way (laughs) or am i ruining their teeth if i let him you know whatever it is there's so many different things and per and um uh i just (laughs) forgot the word because i'm talking (laughs) and i'm 50. no um just different advice that people have or different things that they believe and they're strong about and so it's really hard when you're hearing these conflicting things so as a parent (laughs) you've got to stop and breathe Yeah, And just do what's best. I feel like we need way more of our own personal inspiration, revelation, whatever people want to call it, Mm -hmm. intuition on what to do for our children. I agree. And we as a parent can get that. Mm -hmm. And to be able to stick with that and be comfortable even when there's other voices telling you something completely opposite, Mm -hmm. you know, and and you know your child, you and your husband are the ones who are raising them, not everyone else. Mm -hmm. So just and it's hard. It's hard because I know I am one who always needed someone else to validate what I was doing mm-hmm. so that I made sure it was right. You know, and I've grown up since then, but still there's a lot of times that I need that validation. But as a parent, I think that's a really hard thing is feeling that pressure. Yeah. And there are people who will tell you to your face that you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's really <laughs> hard. And that really hurts a lot because I have had that too. And and then, uh, you know, you guys may be doing something that me and dad are like, what, what the are heck? they doing? You know, but <laughs> at the same time, we also are like, I'm so impressed with my kids. They are doing hard, Aww. amazing things. Mm-hmm. And it is hard. It is hard raising a baby. It is hard having kids. It is hard trying to do things that are harder than just sitting your kid in front of a TV and say, do that. And instead, you're like, we're going to play with our kid and we're going to spend time with our kid because, yeah, you know, life is there's a lot going <laughs> exhausting on. yeah and then if you do sit your kid in front of that tv no guilt you yeah. can do it you need a break it's I okay my guilt don't have the guilt <laughs> that seven minute we do. episode is excruciating for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm like no what am i doing it is survival you know it's survival yeah. and not putting that guilt on yourself when you're not doing what you think you should be doing what mm-hmm. everyone else thinks you should be doing what everyone in the while the professionals think you should be doing what your doctor says, you know, there's a lot of voices out there. Mm-hmm. And so give yourself a break, but do your best. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so true. I kind of like the theme of this episode so far. Follow your intuition <laughs> as a parent, <laughs> which going, this is like perfectly flowing into my question. Oh, right. I love it. Um, what? How do you feel about me being far away, living far away for like seven years
1: now? I think it's been or something it. I've lived away from. home. <laughs> I've hated it all this time. <laughs> it's been hard. You were yeah. 18 years old when you left to go to college. Yeah. And then you went on a mission to Peru. Mm-hmm. And then you came home and were with us for like a few weeks. And then you went back I to know. college and then you got married and moved to Kentucky. I so, know. So... It's hard because in my dream life, I would have all my children living in the same street as me, and we would all see each other and eat dinner together every Sunday and have happily ever after the end. But in real life, you guys (laughs) are learning and growing and experiencing new and exciting things that I can't give you. And, um, that's sad. (laughs) (laughs) I can't I can't give you everything you need um (laughs) though I want to and so though we though it's been so hard and Mm -hmm. though there's this ache you get an ache in you you, when you miss your children yeah um there's also an excitement for them spreading their wings and flying on their own and and doing cool things. I never would have gone to Kentucky if we hadn't (laughs) gone gone there. And not that I don't love Kentucky, (laughs) I just, we we have a big family. So our traveling a lot of times still is going to see family or doing Mm -hmm. something with family. And um, Kentucky is beautiful. There's so many cool things there. There's so many wonderful people there that we've met. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so you're giving new experiences to our family as well. Mm -hmm. So though I would like to all just sit together in a circle all the time and be happy. Um, it's, not, it's not reality. Yeah. It's chaos in yeah. reality, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and and distance does make the heart grow fonder. All these little sayings are true. Um, you'd probably get sick of me if you saw me all the time. <laughs> and so. <laughs> Never. <laughs> so it does make it our get-togethers better. I do love technology me too the fact that archie knows us even though he lives clear across the country mm-hmm. is incredible you know so there's a lot of blessings that way i feel like so yeah.
0: my, my grand, my mom is yeah. datois. is that what he calls <laughs> that's, you that's, I, that's, <laughs> he's datois. it sounds like quechua yeah, peruvian
1: what, ancient language oh, so it sounds like that's what archie calls me Tatois. <laughs> So I finally have a name. We were not sure what I was going to be called. And so Tatua it is. Tatua. (laughs) I'm like, that does not even
0: sound like grandma. But okay, Arch. I'll take it. It's so fun though. It is fun that he knows you guys. And I'm grateful for it. But it also makes it harder that he knows you guys. Because then it sucks to leave. Because when he's a baby, he doesn't know what's going on. Right. (laughs) But now he's... Uh, I can't even think about because I'm you guys know I am back home for a hot minute. So it's been really fun being here, obviously, because I'm with my mom. But I will be very sad to leave them. But he will miss his little friends, I'm sure, in Kentucky. So, yes, it's it, it is weird being away for so long. I talked about this in my in my solo episode interview things just about it and how it's been really hard for me, especially after having a baby. I feel like I was- That was hard. I was cruising. I was living my best life before having Archie, like living far away, living my best life. And then, yeah, once he was born, it was like an explosion.
1: (laughs) That was hard. That was hard because I wanted to be there every second, or at least, and I couldn't just drive. Yeah. I mean, it would be like, what, a 29 hour drive? There's no way I could just drive over (laughs) and stay for the weekend. Yeah. So we did have some pretty good visits, but it was, Mm -hmm. you know, a few months in between every Mm -hmm. time, at least, and more so. A lot changes in a few months,
0: too, with with babies.
1: It does. And it's hard for me as a mom to want to help and not be able to. Yeah. So that was was hard hard, to see your kid. Just cry on the phone. I'm like, Whoa. that is hard, <laughs> and I wanted to do more than I was. <laughs> but, but you uh, do you grew and you learned I a have lot. Grou- I have, Th- yeah. This is just like
0: everything. Oh, this is what I was gonna say about Sarah. My thought. Oh yeah. Coming full circle here, was like I think we talked about the current bush. You know, oh, yes. Someone in our yes. church gave like a beautiful message about a current bush and just. If you listen to Sarah's you'll hear this exact story but just how it's this beautiful bush that's growing big but it's not it's not producing fruit something like that Yeah. yeah and so the gardener has to cut it and prune it and the current bush is like talking and it's like why are you cutting me I'm a beautiful big bush why would you cut me down why would you hurt me and then later on he becomes the, cur- the current bush is producing fruit and it's even bigger and more beautiful right so that's what i think right. happens in hard things like this it sometimes. does
1: and it's real and it's hard because you're in the middle of that chopping time you don't want anything <laughs> to Not do with the it. chopping
0: time. <laughs> Chopping
1: block. Chopping block. <laughs> <laughs> the time when you're getting chopped. I don't know what I meant. <laughs> I, I know. But, um, yeah, you don't want anything to do with it. And you can't see what's on the other side of that. Yeah. And I remember when I learned um, that God sees around the corner. Mm-hmm. He can see what's on the other side of that And he Mm -hmm. knows what's coming up. And so if you can just hold on long enough to get past that point, and then you can get to where you're overcoming and you're growing. And you look back and you're like, wow, Mm -hmm. what if I would have missed out on this experience? Because look all that I've gained from it. Do you feel like you've had lots of experiences like that? I do. Yeah. I do feel like I have. Mm -hmm. I also feel blessed because honestly, I have, Like I've talked about before, a gigantic family who supports. We have so many. I mean, loving people is hard because you can get hurt. So we have a lot of people in our family that we love. And when they're going through a trial or going through something hard, we all hurt for them. Mm -hmm. But having that many people love you and support you and have so many different talents in my family of different things they can do to support and help each other out. um, It's just been an incredible incredible life yeah honestly so many Mm -hmm. things and so many times still where we just see different people picking up different things for everybody that are needed
0: it does seem like that happens a lot in your family I feel like there's always someone someone picking up someone off the ground if they're having a
1: bad day whatever way yeah they can I mean everyone can't be there all the time but somebody can be yeah, somebody's always there and that's where I feel I have been extremely blessed mm-hmm. to be surrounded by so many people who have been my hand pulling me up at so many different times in my life. I'm crying. That's okay. I'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to cry. I'm not going to look at you.
0: I knew I was going to cry with you. No, wow. it's just yeah. I feel like we have been so blessed. And I have like I know like lots of great people that don't have that and I was kind of the same like growing up I was used to having such a big close family and like every time you see any cousins or aunts you hug them right away and like you hug them when you say goodbye then you hug them when you see them again like we're always like hugging and just we're kind of like touchy and we're always so excited to see each other and Of course people go through hard things and sometimes there's some drama but like for the most part it just hasn't been that way. It's been just a big loving support system and it just hurts my heart like when I just get to know people who haven't had that and they just don't know any different. They are independent and they
1: do their own thing and they're learning by themselves and Right. I really I think know. that Heavenly Father knew. Once again, here I am being wimpy. I was too wimpy. <laughs> to I wimpy. needed a thousand people around me to help me all the time. <laughs> You're not wimpy though, because let me tell you why. <laughs> again,
0: another question perfectly falling in place. Okay. This is why I love these conversations, because <laughs> it always happens this way. Uh, because let me tell you why my mom wasn't wimpy. She went back to nursing school. After having
1: four kids and we were still young, how old was Manny? So, so when I went back to nursing school, he actually, he started all day kindergarten. He was barely turning five. Yeah. And I started all day college. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did. I did go back to school. Yes, mom. As, <laughs> <was> <laughs> You're I? not wimpy. How old was Manny nine years ago? <laughs> so I think I was 40. I, that's right. I was 40 when I started mm-hmm. going back to school. Finish um, my prerequisites to go get into nursing school. So that's crazy, Mom. I was then. If Manny was five, I was fifteen.
0: Yeah, probably ish. Mm-hmm. I'm ten years older. Yeah. So Manny's my youngest brother. If you're wondering who the heck Manny is. Oh yeah that's not his that's not his <laughs>
1: that's not even his real <laughs> name that's not
0: his real name <laughs> yeah I'm like they're like
1: who names their son Manny
0: <laughs> no his name's Matthew but for some reason we all call him
1: Manny <laughs> yep he's Manny and everyone at school and the church and everywhere calls him Manny so. yeah he's like in records as Manny so
0: he's Manny he's our Manny anyways yes I was like 15 and yeah I remember you going back and you just had like like I feel like, I feel like anything before my mission, I like, is a, it's like a blur in my head. <laughs> so I don't know why I like forgot my whole childhood. No, just kidding. I know, but, it happens. but why did you decide to go back? Like, I feel like I remember you having a spiritual experience. Like, so it,
1: yeah, it really was like dad and I were at like a point where we knew we needed to do something different. Yeah. Uh-huh. And. We actually were looking into buying a Papa Murphy's Oh pizza yes, restaurant because yeah. Corey's brother, Corey's my husband, mm-hmm. um, my husband's brother owned one and they really liked it. They were their own bosses. Their kids could work for them. You know, just was something that seemed to work out really well for their family. We just were like, we need something different. Something's yeah. got to change here. Uh-huh. And so we were praying about it and trying to figure out what to do. And we were looking into it big time. We were getting the financing for it we were looking at you know there's a couple stores in st george we were looking at if any were available to sell and or if someone was selling them or if anywhere in utah and we were looking about where where we could buy one and and we just were hitting a lot of walls there weren't any in utah that were for sale and we really Mm -hmm. love utah we wanted to stay near family like i said i'm wimpy Mm -hmm. i need a lot of people around me that take care of me so Um, We didn't want to live too far away from Utah. Um, Places we could possibly build one was going to be Colorado, Texas, or Las Vegas. So we traveled to Las Vegas, and we're looking into there. And just being there, we're like, this is not where we want to live. I'm like, this is not what we want to do. And then as we looked into it more, um, they had to be open on Sundays. And I have to have my Sundays Mm -hmm. be for the sabbath yeah just my family my church and i just was something that i could not let go of i could not be comfortable with that aspect mm-hmm. even if i didn't work on that sunday somebody else would be for me mm-hmm. and it just was really important to me to have that day be our special yeah. day and so that was just one of the things that we just kept hitting this wall and then i we just kind of felt inspired that maybe instead of that avenue of buying a restaurant maybe I needed to go back to school mm-hmm. and I had a long time ago wanted to be a nurse before I was married I just had some special experiences that made me always want to be a nurse mm-hmm. and and just we kind of started looking into it and and Dixie College here had Dixie University with it, what was it called now they changed no, it now it's Utah Tech now or it's Utah Tech ugly. so <laughs> now I kind of remember what it's <laughs> called um they had a nursing program and it just and we thought well let's apply and see what happened and I got in but it just felt very guided yeah and you know we were trying one thing it just wasn't working out we tried, it and it's just like well maybe this is the way to go and so it just felt yeah. right it just felt right
0: mm-hmm
1: but I am very selfish in that I wanted everything that I wanted and one of the things that I really wanted was to still be a mom mm-hmm and I wanted to still be a mom and go to school at the same time and still be able to handle it and (laughs) amazing mom I said so many prayers (laughs) and I depended honestly on my family and on the Lord so much those years while I was in school to be able to and so like I said I started all day college when my youngest started all day kindergarten I was able to still be there in the mornings when my kids went to school and be there in the afternoons when they came home from school, and get through nursing school. I know I cried a lot. <laughs> I had a lot of all nighters. I just don't
0: think you slept. That's, <laughs> that's what I remember. I'm like, I Mom, don't. you're. S- I'd come out for school at six a.m. and you're just like
1: doing homework. I'm like, Did you go to bed? <laughs> I I do tell my kids sometimes. I probably pulled an all nighter at least once a week. Yeah. It just it was just how it had to be. But I got used to. I'm okay. I'm okay. If I'm not sleeping, I need to, you know, and I, I don't know. I just made it work. And See, it Mom, just, you're not wimpy. I just was blessed and that it worked out. And yeah. so I did end up graduating and getting a job. And the funny thing is I wanted to always be a labor and delivery nurse. Yeah. And then as I was going through the different rotations and things, I was like, I don't want to do this. And I also Mm -hmm. don't want to work in the hospital because I'm old now. (laughs) And these 12 to 14 hour shifts were killing me. (laughs) And so, so once it came down to it, I ended up, once I graduated, getting a fabulous job working in mental health Mm -hmm. for a company that helps um, young adults kind of launch off in life after they've had um, something holding them back. And I'm the nurse and the medical coordinator there. Mm -hmm. And I have absolutely loved it. And again, when I'm saying I'm greedy and I want everything I want, I still wanted to be a mom. And I have been able to because it's a really flexible schedule. It's a lot I can do on my own time. Mm -hmm. And it has been a big blessing for me and I hope for our family. Yeah, I've been able to kind of do something for myself Mm -hmm. and have a job. And help with some income with the family, but also still be as much as a mom as I could. Yeah. So that was important to me. You've
0: been great, mom. What are pros Thanks. and cons of being a working mom? Would you say?
1: All right. So, pros are I get dressed every day. I get oh, ready. that is a big pro. When I need I, that before, pro. I <laughs> <laughs> before I did this, or before <laughs> I went to school i didn't i didn't get ready every day and then sometimes someone would come over or i'd need to run to the store and i'm like dang it i'm not ready <laughs> i look like a hag yep i look like a <laughs> hag i probably said that a hundred times. Huh? but i so that's dumb but it really is like i get that up and i pro. get ready every day <laughs> yeah that is a pro um we have little extra income i that saying where people say you feel you wear different hats I feel that like I'm Mm -hmm. here I'm now I'm a mom okay now I'm at work okay now I'm doing my church calling totally Um, but you appreciate I at least I do I appreciate my family more Mm -hmm. I appreciate my kids more because I'm gone and I miss them or whatever and Mm -hmm. I and I have something else to make me feel important that Mm -hmm. sounds dumb but or
0: fulfill you (laughs) Yeah, fulfill Mm -hmm. me like
1: I love I love helping people Mm -hmm. I really do and I love to help my family but it's also fun to help other people and and get to know other people and have other relationships Mm -hmm. sometimes as a mom so there's a negative sometimes as a stay-at-home mom it's lonely you know you talk to your kids and you love your kids you talk to other moms when you can or whatever it is um but sometimes that fulfillment of who am I who am I if I didn't if I'm not a mom mm-hmm. what do I like what do I do anymore with myself sometimes you get lost and that's okay there's a time and a place for all of that in your life yeah so maybe I wouldn't have appreciated um my kids so much if I didn't have this time away from them and realize I love being a mom mm-hmm. like there's certain things that I was like sad because um, I was doing a lot of homework and so the boys became you know, here's the screens. They got a lot of screen time. And sometimes that's been a negative to me to go, what would I have done differently if I wasn't doing homework mm-hmm. and spending more time with my boys. But honestly they're awesome. Yeah. I've got some amazing boys in my family. Mm-hmm. Um so those are just some things, some positives yeah. and negatives. Um but I really am lucky that I love where I work. I love mm-hmm. the people that I work with and that's been a benefit where I feel like a lot of the things in my life, I'm very blessed. Mm -hmm. Like, of course there's, there's going to be hardship in anything, but, but in reality, uh, just overall super blessed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also what, like, what advice would you have to someone who's a mom? who is debating working or not? Ooh,
1: scary. (laughs) (laughs) So my advice would be to, so I'm thinking of my past self, Mm -hmm. um, find, find exactly what it is you're missing. Are you missing the money and you need more (laughs) money? and that's definitely something that we all need unfortunately to live yeah are you missing just um relationships with other people are you missing just who am i mm-hmm. you know f- what do you need to fulfill because um, all those things i feel like can be fulfilled in that mm-hmm. um but then you've got a balance well where are my kids at who's going to watch my kids Am I comfortable with someone else watching my kids and how they're going to raise them? Mm -hmm. There's a lot. There's so much. That's a lot, yeah. There's so much to think about. And honestly, it's going to be different for everybody. Mm -hmm. But just finding really what you're looking for. And then to me, it really helped me appreciate being a mom. But I also felt like it was really great to have yeah. those two different things balance me out yeah like going to work and then coming home and appreciating my kids where sometimes when I was with them all day I didn't appreciate them so much yeah because you're like get off but me. then yeah <laughs> but then I'm like but I love my kids and I don't want to miss anything that they're doing so it's a balance mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know if I even said any advice in that whole thing I you just did like, mom like, that
0: was great I'm just like yeah no, it totally is. I feel like it's definitely like looking at what you're needing or, w- yeah, what you're missing. It's like, why do I want to work? Yeah. Like, f- just for fun or, yeah, yeah. for money, and whatever and it may you fulfill be. fulfill that? And yeah. And is this the way? Then go for it. Yeah. If you're comfortable with other people or if you have other ways for your kids to get care, that's great. Yeah, I was just wondering, because I see a good mix at my age, too, mm-hmm. of, people that have either like little side jobs or not this podcast is a job but it's kind of something that I've started doing for myself because I feel like I was kind of in that lost like oh my gosh like what am I who am I like I feel like I'm not I don't know what I'm working towards besides like just day by day, like get up with Archie, get breakfast, put him down for a nap. Like, and it's like, what more? Like there's gotta be something else. Right.
1: And I think missing and just trying to find out what that void is.
0: Yeah. I think that some people truly are like content with being like, I think some people are totally fine being a mom Mm -hmm. and that's all they need. Like I honestly, I, Again, my sister just had a baby. It seems like she is just loves it. Like just from this week of having a baby, like she seems just in shock (laughs) (laughs) from the change. But like I could see her being one of those that is happy with her kids and she's fine. Like and maybe not saying that's what she's going to do her whole life. But I'm just saying I her personality, I can see that. But my personality is different. I feel like after Archie was born, I was like, I need something else. Like, I love him and I love being around him, but I need something that's, like, my thing to do. Whether that be a job, but I didn't like the idea of, like, daycare. Like, you know, right. I started nannying for, when he was three months old, I started nannying for someone else. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I yeah. was like, I need to do something. Yeah. I got to get out of the house. I got it. I like the idea of having my own income Mm -hmm. coming in too and that was wild I made a great friend by doing that Mm -hmm. but not something that I wanted to keep doing and I realized then that I did just want to be with him with Archie I was like I just no sometimes it takes that it
1: takes finding (laughs) out and doing one thing go okay no that's not what I want and now I do appreciate this part of my life yes and that's what I yeah yeah and that's and that's what we're here doing we're learning yeah we're constantly learning and trying to balance and figure things out and a lot of times it's by making the mistakes or not that that was a mistake but just doing something different that we feel an appreciation try for what it we out have. yeah yeah
0: that's what I feel like I yeah I think I think that's just a debate that goes on today and As in everything, and I feel like the upcoming generation, I feel like there's so many different what's right and wrong to do as a mom specifically, which we've talked about. Right. Just follow. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I feel like just following your gut and just your intuition is the best.
1: It really is, and it's really hard to get to the point where you trust that. Yeah. And so as you take little steps and you start to feel that, you'll it'll get better. It'll get bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and more and more. But it is taking those first steps and just you're doing something and you're it's just not sitting comfortably with you. You know, someone's telling you to do something and like that is just like I feel this conflict in my heart. Yeah. You know, and trying to f- find out what it is that soothes that mm-hmm. and and then be okay with your your decision. And be like, I felt good about this for a reason. And so don't keep questioning. So I'm following it. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's sometimes the hardest it's thing. It's the hardest thing. Because today it's all about the crowds and the it trends. It is. You want that validation from everybody. You do. And like, look at me. Is this okay? Yeah. Right. I think it's very hard. But I also feel like lately I've started to have more grace and appreciation for like my generation and like upcoming generations because I feel like for a while I was just like I wish I was born in the 50s or like that and just seems so your fun girl, you'd be so cute I, I <laughs> would love the skirts and just like the milkshake diner vibes <laughs> and the hair and the dances I'm like I was born in the wrong era <laughs> or like just things people do I'm like I just hate the social media everywhere I just just like You can look down on a lot of things about, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'd be like, I just feel like we're all a bunch of like wussies these days. (laughs) Like if there is like a war draft, like we'd all be like, what? Who's going to step up? Who's going to step up? Like (laughs) not saying people aren't, but this is just like what I, what I think sometimes is I'm like, our generation is just something else. Like not, not proud maybe of it, but lately I've just been, had kind of a different perspective of like you know what there's a lot of really cool people out here and like I feel like we have I, I showed my mom this meme last night <laughs> I
1: to post it, it was
0: like I should post it it was so dumb we were, we had just watched the dumbest Hallmark movie <laughs> of our lives best days ever it was called the Christmas dance don't if watch that it. that says anything <laughs> <laughs> and anyways we were kind of delirious but I showed her this meme and it was just funny like it kind of blows my mind just seeing these funny like reels that I just thought were in my own head these things from my childhood I was just telling you this yesterday <laughs> and like millions of people like it and are like this is me and I'm like we're all the connected like, like how
1: did we all what do you mean you played thing? purple
0: place <laughs> <laughs> seen that when I'm like it. <laughs> I thought that was just on my grandma's computer no. <laughs> like a secret game no. no but it's just it's kind of like I've started accepting like this is my generation like it's a crazy world and I don't of course everything isn't good that comes with that and social media and the crazy justness of it all but there's a lot of good and there's a lot of positive and sometimes you just have to be like okay this is where I am like I don't have to do what everyone else is doing I can still be myself even though you're influenced all the time by everything else around you and social media and TikTok and Snapchat and people's clothes and whatever it is like you are still your own person and it's just different we were we somehow
1: are here on this earth at this time for something. Well, so. I have to say, so you're saying that about your generation. I have to say something positive about your generation too oh, because yeah. no, I have been amazed at your generation. I feel oh. like a lot of you actually have like a superpower. And I'm not <laughs> kidding. You can see different people who have this insane, they're really good at something yeah. that is like a superpower your generation learns really fast and easily I feel like a lot of kids I remember having to sit and study and and pay attention and take a long time to work things out or to figure things out Mm -hmm. where I feel like I see in a lot of this generation very quick learning Mm -hmm. very resilient in um, when they when they have find their superpower I honestly feel like (laughs) I don't know what else to call it that's what I call it a superpower (laughs) is these kids have the superpower. Um, a lot of the world may be overshadowing their superpowers. So mm-hmm. once they can find those, I feel like this generation has so many strengths that are tremendous. So like just that. holding on to these kids who I remember like very strong-willed, very mm-hmm. strong-willed. But if you, you um, shape that strong willingness into help finding their strength mm-hmm. they will just never fall they'll stand yeah. up for what they believe in you know mm-hmm. and so just there's a lot that's shaping these kids right now but it just i just have seen so many good things like that that i'm just like amazed at
0: yeah just yeah i'm like get how am the i muck. your guys <laughs>
1: parents you guys do these things so much better than me <laughs> so.
0: get through the muck and the crazy and define what you're good at yeah I, and you're great yeah. whoever you are listening you're great so great <laughs> true. wow mom look it's almost been an hour what <laughs> <laughs> i know this is how you know it was a good conversation sweet this is what i was saying too i was like i bet i don't get to all these questions and <laughs> i don't but i think i think we hit them all in a in a very fluent fashion sweet. so One more question, though, before we go, even though you gave lots of amazing advice, though, in this episode, I usually ask what your best piece of advice is or like, you know, the pearls is my theme. Yeah. Which are just like life lessons you have learned. You don't have to share like specific stories if you don't want to, but just like what you've taken away from those or whatever your best piece of advice is that you received or that you could give. Hmm. Big question, I it know. It is. <laughs> and I
1: when you sent me this questions earlier, I had something and I forgot what it was. So let's see what I can come up with <laughs> on the spot. Um now one thing that I I love people. Mm-hmm. I love people, I love people, I love people. And growing up I um probably was afraid of people who weren't like me maybe who didn't have my same beliefs mm-hmm. or, you know, go to my same church or, you know, whatever it was, I think that I was like kind of scared yeah, of that. Cause I didn't know what to say or do. Um, as I've gotten older and I honestly like even just my job and school and different things mm-hmm. where I'm associating with different, um, people than who I live with or whatever. Um, There are good people everywhere and you can find pearls Mm -hmm. in everybody. So I've really appreciated your podcast. You know, just like I say, talking to just different people, Mm -hmm. some strangers, some whatever, just seeing the good in everyone around you and trying to show that love towards everybody. Yeah. Um, I feel blessed in that. I, okay, my talent, I don't have a lot of talents, but yeah. I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like hopefully my talent is that I'm, I'm nice. I'm a nice person. You know, that's pretty boring. I can never win it's any not, prizes with that a, one. But important. But I feel like it has allowed me to have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. and I can be friends with most anyone, mm-hmm. and I've learned how to um, just be with people even if i don't exactly know what to say or do just hopefully showing love to other people so i just challenge you to be that person be kind Mm -hmm. everyone needs a friend everyone needs a smile everyone needs someone on their side yeah and so that's just kind of something i feel like would be good for all of us
0: yeah thank you mom you are the nicest anyone anyone could be friends with my mom Yeah truly next time in Kentucky we have to go find everybody and I do see I do really <laughs> want to see
1: everybody that I've on their podcast so far <laughs> I love all of them yes she you would be
0: friends with her I promise but thank you mom for being
1: on with me today fun to chat with a microphone in front of our
0: faces yes I'm like this is how we <laughs> chat anyways
1: but this, <laughs> if
0: you guys could see us right now mom we have to take a picture of us yeah we do we've been just kneeling <laughs> <laughs> we, l- we look like we're gonna pray together <laughs> across the bed <laughs> just kneeling on the floor with our elbows on the bed don't ask me why we're kneeling on the floor it's not sitting on the bed <laughs> also one thing about our family we're very like bendy and we sit in weird we <laughs> positions we do <laughs> like true. even my uncles do I like know. it's
1: <laughs> so you look around we're, just we're like, all like a bird. <laughs> our legs are on like a weird thing or something.
0: Yeah, we look like perched birds <laughs> at the kitchen table or my knees like my my chin is propped on my knee as I'm eating my chicken noodle soup. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> anyways. Uh. So no surprise we're kneeling by the bed. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode and love my mom as much as me.
1: Oh, you're sweet.
0: I love hanging out with you. <laughs>